Suspects are arrested in two different police chases in southeast Georgia, adding to a rising total in the state. A Glenn County couple is killed in a train derailment, and Georgia Southern is looking for a new head football coach. I've got those stories and more in this week's episode of the WTOC Weekly Wrap, a recap of the biggest stories from around the coastal empire and low country. I'm digital anchor Jake Wallace. Two police chases ended in arrest in southeast Georgia this week, one in Pooler on Monday, September 27th, and another in Candler County on Thursday, September 30th. Christopher Brian Etheridge is facing multiple charges after leading several law enforcement agencies on a chase, then a search through the woods near Highway 80 and Pooler Parkway on Monday afternoon. Pooler police say an officer spotted a stolen truck and tried to make a traffic stop when Etheridge took off. The chase left damage to multiple parked cars and to vehicles in traffic. Pooler police say Etheridge also has warrants out for his arrest out of state and at least one in Georgia from Wayne County. WTOC spoke with a witness who says she was driving with her one-month-old baby and a friend when her car was almost hit during the chase. Here's what she saw. We were sitting at a red light and when next thing I know is I looked out my rearview mirror and the dude was out this close to me and he snatched his wheel and uh, to miss me so that way he did not hit me. And then about five minutes later all the cops came swarming in here uh, and then next thing I know they're all running towards the getting out the car getting the canines out the car going towards the wood line. Etheridge is charged with fleeing from police, aggravated assault against a law enforcement officer, theft and other traffic related charges. On Thursday, 28-year-old Anthony McWhorters was arrested by the Candler County Sheriff's Office after a chase on I-16 and overnight search. According to a police report, deputies responded to a pursuit coming into the county from Lawrence County on Wednesday night. The report says the chase ended around mile marker 97 and gunshots were fired. Police say the suspect ran into the woods. After searching through the night, McWhorters was arrested around 8 a.m. Thursday after the sheriff's office received a tip on his whereabouts. Georgia State Patrol says McWhorters has an active arrest warrant out of South Carolina. These two chases added to the rising number of police pursuits in 2021. According to the Georgia Department of Public Safety's annual Pursuit Summary Report, pursuits in 2020 are nearly double what they were in 2019. Georgia State Patrol says the numbers in 2021 are on pace to exceed those 2020 numbers. Here's what Georgia Department of Public Safety Lieutenant Mark Riley told WTOC last month. It seems like people run more and more from the police, and I don't really know what the cattle, you know, what the catalyst is for that. Now, a man is facing upgraded charges after police say he struck and killed a pedestrian during a police chase through a Savannah neighborhood. WTOC learned on Thursday, September 30th, 37-year-old Kenneth Wright was indicted on a felony murder charge by a Chatham County grand jury. That felony is just one of several charges listed in the indictment. Georgia State Patrol says Wright was being pursued at high speed by a state trooper after fleeing a traffic stop when he struck and killed 56-year-old Stephen Milton on MLK Boulevard near 37th Street on June 16th. WTOC investigative reporter Jessica Savage dove into the number of police pursuits in the state of Georgia. You can see her full piece from Thursday on WTOC.com or the WTOC app. You'll find the link in the description of this podcast episode. A new ad campaign for St. Joseph's Candler urging people to get vaccinated against COVID-19 is getting attention on social media. The campaign includes billboards around Savannah that read, We're gaining patience, P-A-T-I-E-N-T-S, and losing patience, P-A-T-I-E-N-C-E. Here's Sean Evans' report from The News on Tuesday, September 28th. 
Yeah, guys, this is one of the ways that the hospital system is trying to spread the message of the importance of the vaccine with this billboard here at the corner of White Bluff and Abercorn. In a statement from St. Joseph's Candler, they say we recognize that the message might make some people uncomfortable, but it needed to be said nonetheless. The Be a Hero, Get Vaccinated campaign began about two weeks ago on the billboard, social media, and on TV, including running on WTOC. The St. Joseph's Candler statement also said hospitals need our region to get a 70% vaccination rate, and we believe that will prevent another catastrophic COVID spike in the future. As of today, 49% of Chatham County residents are fully vaccinated. In this video, St. Joseph's Candler President and CEO Paul Hinchy talks with healthcare workers within the system about what they say is a persistent and preventable problem. I feel bad for them because they are struggling, but it, it is preventable. Overwhelming amount of volume coming in. It's way worse than last year. Much younger, much sicker much quicker. The video aims to give the public a glimpse into the world of weary doctors, nurses, and staff exhausted physically and emotionally after treating COVID-positive patients for the past year and a half. Their plea for more people to get the vaccine. I hope they trust us enough to think about getting the vaccine. St. Joseph Scandler says the campaign is meant to get the public's attention, saying they don't want their patients to become another COVID statistic. They say it was time the community heard from those on the front line. They were always about other people. So you almost take them for granted that they're a part of, you know, part of your community. And to find them gone is just tragic. That's how members of the community are remembering a St. Simons Island couple killed in a train derailment in Montana. Don and Margie Varnado were on a cross-country train trip for their 50th anniversary when they died when the train derailed in north-central Montana on Saturday, September 25th. Don was a real estate agent and Margie was a teacher and administrator within the Glen County school system. Folks called them fixtures in their church and the St. Simons community. Here's what friends of the Varnados told WTOC, beginning with Margot Howard, then from St. Simons United Methodist Church pastor Tom Jones. I just cried and I've been crying for a couple of days, but it's just such devastating news to lose both of them. They were generous, sweet-spirited. Uh, full of life, always wanting to do things. We're trying our best to communicate message of comfort because that's what the Varnados would want. The couple are survived by a son, daughter-in-law, and teenage grandson. The Georgia Southern Eagles are searching for a new head football coach after Chad Lunsford was fired on Sunday, September 26th. Lunsford was in his fourth full season leading the team. He compiled a 28-21 overall record during his time in Statesboro. He led the Eagles to three consecutive bowl games, including two bowl victories. But Georgia Southern was 1-3 through their first four games of the 2021 season, and Southern had slipped from a 10-win team in Lunsford's first full season to seven and eight wins in 2019 and 2020, respectively. Georgia Southern Athletic Director Jared Benko says he felt the time was right to make a move. You know, when you make these decisions, you look through the lens of what's in the best long-term interest of the program. We have a strong vision for Georgia Southern football, and we're not meeting it. Our current performance doesn't match our vision of comprehensive excellence. Cornerbacks coach Kevin Whitley has been named the interim head coach for the remainder of the season. Whitley was a four-year starter for the Eagles from 1988 to 1991 and won two Division I AA national titles as a player. The Eagles host Arkansas State this Saturday in their first game under Whitley. You can get the latest news, weather, and sports updates every night on The News and all the time at WTOC.com and on the WTOC app. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great weekend.